bowbulb.org is a podcasting platform and a medium for storytelling. This podcast is also available on all the major podcasting apps, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Podcast your life with bowbulb.org. We gather today in the name of Jesus Christ. We gather as one body. We are baptized in one spirit. Christ is here. Christ is our strength. Christ is here. Christ is our unity. Christ is here. Our identity is in Jesus Christ. The Lord is with you. Today is the 13th of June 2021 and uh, we are just commencing with our family worship service. I've just read the call to worship for today's family worship service. We are having three scripture readings for today's family worship service, sisters and brothers, and our readings comes to us from the Psalms, Psalm 8 verses 1 to 9 as our first reading. Our second reading comes from the book of Acts, Acts chapter 3 verses 11 to verse 26, and our gospel reading for today comes to us from the gospel according to St. John chapter 16 verses 12 to verse 15. So what is the theme of our family worship service today? The theme of our family worship service for today is sin, evil and self-centeredness will always lead to destruction and punishment. Sin, evil and self-centeredness will always lead to destruction and punishment. Let us join together in prayer. God of our shelter and God of shield, who do not disappoint us in our hope, deal with us according to your loving mercy. For your commands are always the joy of our hearts. In the working of the Holy Spirit in us and through us, give us light and a spirit-driven life. And so may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing and acceptable in your sight, my rock my liberator, my redeemer, and my friend. And so we pray this prayer in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, to him with you and the Holy Spirit, one blessed God, be glory and unending praise. Amen. We have three readings for today's family worship service and our main text for today's family worship service comes to us from the book of Acts, chapter 3, verses 11. 11, 11 to verse 26. Now let us look at the verses that we would like to uh, just for a moment pause and just uh, reflect on these verses as these verses come to us and as Luke bring this narrative to us. The uh, From the book of Acts chapter 3, verse 11 to verse 26, this uh, this passage of scripture, this portion of scripture is headed by the heading, Peter speaks to the onlookers. Peter speaks to the onlookers. And so verse 15 and 16 and verse 19 are the verses that we would like to just stand still and reflect on for today's family worship service. Let us hear what, the, what Luke tells us. Luke says, as he bring this narrative, you killed the author of life. Now, this is not Luke speaking. This is Peter speaking, of course, but Luke writes the narrative. 
You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. We are witnesses of this. By faith in the name of Jesus, this man, whom you see and know, was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has given this complete healing to him, as you all can see. And then verse 15. Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. As so friends, uh, sin, evil and self-centeredness will always lead to destruction and punishment and that is the theme of our family worship service for today. Exposure to suffering, pain and struggles of the crippled beggar connected Peter and John with this man. And so the crippled beggar who was healed held on to Peter and John. One of the meaningful parts of human life is the ability that we as human beings have. The ability to share in each other's pain. We have that ability to share in each other's crisis. We have that ability to share in each other's joys. We have that ability to share in each other's struggles. We even have that ability to share in each other's loneliness or the loneliness of the elderly and even their aloneness. Human beings have that ability to share in the struggles or the terminally ill. We have that ability to share in the struggles of the severely ill and to share with people who do not know where the next plate of food will come from. And so we as human beings has that ability to share with people that are stuck in their moments of depression and despondency and stuck in their moment of hopelessness. And so we make time and we spend time as we give ourselves in, in sharing with others and we believe that it is our God that will meet us at that point where we share in the struggles of other people. We believe that it is our God that will meet us there, but not only meet us there, that it is our God that will transform the situation, that it is our God that will transform other people's lives, but also that it is our God that will touch us and transform our lives. And God comes when God meets us at that moment where we meet others. At that moment in which we share with others, it is God who comes with his transformative power and the trans transformative power of the Holy Spirit to change those situations for the better. And therefore our pilgrimage and our spiritual journey does not remove us from the human suffering. Our pilgrimage and spiritual journey will never remove us from human pain, human pain around us. Should we deny our connectedness to the human family, then we can never become the persons that God intends us to be. We certainly live inside our religious zone when we remove ourselves of others and that when we do not place ourselves alongside others, others' pain and their struggles, the human struggles of the day. It is when we remove ourselves from that, 
that we simply live inside of our religious zone. Because going for God, advancing the gospel and bringing people into the reign of God opens, therefore, our eyes to the suffering of people. It makes us aware of the pain that people carry deep in their hearts. It opens our eyes to the brokenness that people carry in their hearts. And it draws us into the human struggles of the day. Peter and John was drawn to the human struggles. Peter and John was drawn to the human pain and the human suffering of this crippled beggar. And so filled with compassion for the crippled beggar, they reached out to him and they placed their lives in the center of the turmoil of this, this life of the crippled beggar. It is true what our text says. John chapter 16 verse 14 In the spirit of truth come he will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and make it known to you The spirit of truth had infused the hearts of Peter had infused the hearts of Peter and John with divine compassion as they ordinary men allow themselves to be instruments in the hands of God. The spirit of truth equipped them for the healing of this crippled beggar because the Holy Spirit poured out God's compassionate love into their hearts. The desire of Jesus Christ was always that his disciples should be one with him. He even prayed that his disciples should be one with him. And so that was the desire of Jesus Christ, our Lord, that his disciples should be one with him. Jesus wanted his disciples to be reconciled with God so that they would understand God's purpose, that they would understand God's plan and promote his cause. And so the work of the disciples of Jesus Christ was not only to develop an awareness of the presence of God in people's lives, but also that people should repent from their sin, turn to Jesus Christ, and believe in Jesus Christ. Therefore, when the Apostle Peter addressed the crowd, who had gathered in Solomon's colonnade, and was staring at, the, uh, at them in great astonishment, Peter said to them, Repent and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out and that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. That is verse 19. Seeing the crippled man made whole and holding on to apostles Peter and John, the apostle Peter challenged the crowd to repent of their sin and to turn to God. This monstrous crime of murdering Jesus Christ can be forgiven. The Apostle Peter admits that the Jews and the rulers did not realize that they had put to death God's Messiah. The leaders completely misunderstood the purpose and the object of Jesus' life of self-sacrifice. His whole mission in life was to save. His whole mission in life was to redeem. His whole mission in life was to liberate others from that which 
hold them captive. And so to confess their sin and to return to God therefore means that they are faced with a choice. And when we are faced with a choice, we have to weigh up our options, and we have to weigh up our options well. And this is what the state president, Cyril Ramaphosa, has done in this past week. He had to choose between ESCOM and independent power producers. ESCOM is unable to produce, uh, ESCOM is unable to pursue its mandate, and that is to provide sustainable electricity to grow the economy of South Africa and to significantly improve the quality of life of the people in South Africa and the region. And so ESCOM needs to generate and transmit and distribute electricity. But due to all the corruption and the fraudulent activity, this parastatal can't keep the current on. And so the president had to bring other players into the market to sell electricity to ESCOM or even the open market in an effort to resolve the, con the country's energy crisis. The burden on ESCOM will be reduced. But the question is, will black people, will colored and Indian and black people be allowed to at least have 80% of this market with a view of attaining economic freedom? And so, with a compassionate heart for the poor, the right choice needs to be made. Sometimes the right choice happens to be the most expensive uh, the, uh, and unpopular choice with certain people, of course. Sometimes the right choice happens to be expensive and unpopular with certain groups. It may be even expensive and unpopular with certain organizations. And we need to be wide awake because bribery, corruption and fraud can come in cunningly devised forms, especially if the love for money determines how willing a person or how willing a company is to go along with dishonest practices. Therefore, there should be a turning away from the sin of economic captivity and there should be a deliberate move to include colored and Indian and black people in the country's process, unfolding process of economic freedom. This is the direction in which economic reforms must point our country, must point you and must point me. And because our country is not economically free, the electricity crisis brings our oppressors of old face to face with the immense forces of selfishness and prejudice that lurks in the heart. We discover the hardness of people's heart and, and the continuous capacity for evil doing and destruction. See what the Apostle Peter and John does. The Apostle Peter challenged the Jews to repent of their sin and to turn to God. It would mean 
reversing their verdict about Jesus and confessing Jesus Christ as Lord. It would mean reversing their verdict about Jesus and confessing Jesus as God's Son or confessing Jesus as the Messiah. The result of this would be the blotting out of their sin and the enjoyment of the times of refreshing promised by the Old Testament prophets. The conversion of the Apostles Peter and John's onlookers at Solomon's colonnade will mean a radical change in their thinking and to decide between truth, healing, hope, abundant living and the life filled with evil and, uh, and, evil and sin and the consequences of such a life. Punishment for this kind of life, evil and sin, is in this life and it will continue through to the next life if there is no conversion at all. The world often, and we have seen it all around us, and we experience it all around us, the world often makes the strangers of choices when the world needs to make choices. The world chooses war instead of peace, guns instead of plowshares, human trafficking instead of placing itself alongside human suffering and pain, money instead of justice for the poor and the oppressed and the downtrodden or those who are sinned against. Often the world chooses despair instead of hope and times of refreshing continues to escape the world. No wonder the world finds itself in such a serious health crisis with poor leadership or, or no leadership at all. The miracle of the crippled man healed is a wake-up call for us, is a wake-up call for all nations of the world to lift, to lift them up and to lift us up from a life in which we are so obsessed with ourselves and to replace our self-concern with Jesus' concern for other people. The divine compassion which we have seen so many times flowing out of the heart of Jesus and which we notice in the lives of the Apostles Peter and John is now to flow through you and me with a spirit of truth that is ready to transform us so that we can become more caring, so that we can become more, more centered on others and much more driven by love. You, me and the world is therefore on our way to become new persons in Jesus Christ. The wonder of repentance, the wonder of turning to God is that liberation changes people's lives. It creates faith in doubting minds. It turns evil people and evil nations into holy people and holy nations. And it creates hope in moments of despair. And so today, as we find ourselves in family worship service and in this holy space, let the Holy Spirit help you and me to make the right choice and not a popular choice.
Glory be to God, our liberator and healer, Jesus Christ, our Lord, the Holy Spirit, who guides us in every sphere of life. Amen. Come, let us join together in prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, show me other people and the world to make the right choice every day of our lives. And so, friends, God is ready to reveal new truths to you. Go from this holy place and virtual space, ready to be moved to a deeper level of faith and the new horizon of belief. In the name of Jesus, go and be ready to minister to God's people in their loneliness, brokenness, hopelessness, powerlessness, and hopelessness. And may the Spirit, may the Holy Spirit equip you with skills and talents that will greatly enrich your life and render you capable of doing God's work. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Spudcaster podcast. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe.